There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. I discovered my next guest through her blog around a year ago and I remember reading her words and they filled me with hope. They made me laugh and it was like I had found a kindred spirit. She's real, she's raw, she's highly intelligent, a brilliant writer and artist and she leaves you coming back for more. I remember the first interview I did with her. It was like I'd found a new best friend and we chatted for ages about how similar our lives were and how much we had in common. Despite being a multimillionaire entrepreneur, she takes the time to embrace this human experience and engage with those who support her. Leonie Dawson is an artist, an author, a mum, a philanthropist, a highly successful entrepreneur who is best known for her My Shining Year goal, life and business workbooks. Her list of philanthropic endeavours is incredible and not only does she do what she loves, she gives back to others so that they too can be their best self regardless of their circumstances. She contributes to create and support schools, libraries and communities in countries like India and Africa. I hope you enjoy this beautiful moment in time with Leonie as much as I did. Welcome, Leonie, to The Ethical Evolution. Oh, thanks, Bindi. It's a joy to speak to you again and I love what you're doing with this. This is so exciting. I know. I'm so excited to have you here again. Um, you're such a joy to be with. Now, can you tell us about your background and how your entrepreneurial journey has made such an impact in the world? Well... <laughs> How much time do we have? <laughs> um, I, I started out in government and thought I would be Prime Minister of Australia and thought, then discovered, eh, no, that's not going to work in this particular system um, because, one, I just couldn't see the change that I wanted to make in the political system. And I also knew um, that I wouldn't prosper in that system either because I'm a sensitive little introvert <laughs> um, and I don't have a thick enough skin. Like kudos to all the politicians out there because they work incredibly hard, long hours away from their families and um, they have to have a really thick skin and I do not have a thick skin. Mm. I have a paper thin skin <laughs> and that is one of my gifts in the world because then I can feel everything and sense everything and then create art and writing and courses and share my experiences from that. Um, so I decided, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change the world through business then. And I started with um, 
women's circles and retreats and selling art at markets. And I was blogging at the same time and um, then gradually started like just moving to be completely online. And so now um, I have sold over $10 million of shit online. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, people always try to ask me to explain what I do and I'm like, you do it all. <laughs> I do it. I do it all, darling. <laughs> um, and but the bit, like for me, the most fulfilling part has not been like the number of how much I've sold, but it's been the fact that I've only worked ten hours a week yeah. this whole time. Um, so I've been able to focus just being with my kids, mm. um, with my husband, and that we've also been able to do some really cool stuff with philanthropy as well. Yeah. And um, so, you know, looking at all of the things that you do, would you say you have a mission? And if you did, what would it be? My mission is really just to help people in whatever way that I can. And that that comes out in lots of different ways. So um, I'm not somebody who niches. I'm not somebody who's like one niche. So I'll talk about anything and teach about anything that I'm passionate about. So... Um, the thing I'm most motivated by is the story of Kuan Yin, who's one of the Buddhist bodhisattvas. Um, and she, when she died, um, they were like, da, 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 you know, like you've evolved past, you've ascended past. And so, you know, you, you don't have to, go back again Mm. and as she was like ascending into into heaven um she could hear the cries of humanity on the planet and she turned around and said what's that and they're like people on earth like uh, you know they haven't evolved of course I'm completely paraphrasing it is (laughs) not how they spoke um laws they're still (laughs) suffering you're not hashtag winning um (laughs) And she was like, "No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going into heaven. If there are people suffering, I'm going back." Mm. Um, and when I read that, I cried, and every time I think about it, I just well up with tears. I yeah. think if there is anyone suffering, I want to, I want to be there, and I want to help in any way that I can. Yeah, and good lord, you do. Um, so, as one of oh, your students of your courses, um, I know philanthropy is a big part of your business and, um, you know, the lives you've changed globally is immense, you know, and um, it's one thing to be doing the work that you love and that makes your heart sing, but it's another to actually share, you know, what you've achieved with others, um, you know, and, and give back. Um, so let's let's actually look at some of the stuff that you've done, right? So uh, you're in the top 1% of Kiva lenders, do you want to just explain to us what that is for people who haven't heard of Kiva? Sure. Kiva is absolutely phenomenal. It's mm. a micro lending service. So instead of donating, you are lending and you are lending to people um, so that they can build their business or improve their family lives in some way and they pay you back. Um, and it's people all around the world. And what I find fascinating is that their default rate on loans is lower than like, you know, for banks in developed countries, their wow. default rate is higher. <laughs> um, so you 
pretty much always get paid back. And the payment term is, you know, over a number of years, but the loans are as little as $25. Yeah. So you do a loan for $25 um, and they may pay for their children's education or they may pay for supplies for their business or they may pay for um, putting solar panels on on their house. Mm. Um and then they pay you back. And I read a book called The Bank of Bob by Bob Harris. And um, it was this guy who did a whole bunch of Kiva lending and then went around the world to visit all the people that he lent money to. Oh, wow. And it was just scrumptious and beautiful. And I'm not somebody who likes to travel, so I just like to read about other people traveling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm such a homebody. Um <laughs> But it just inspired me immensely and I loved it. And so you get paid back and then you can either just take the money out again and just like carry on like, yeah. you know, or you can just reinvest it again. So I think I've made over 650 loans now, which is wow. pretty fun. Wow. Yeah. And um, so you also, um, you and some of your business friends teamed up to pull in some cash to build a six-room school in Ghana in uh, West Africa. Yeah, yeah, we were just a bit bored and we're like, oh, <laughs> what should we do? Let's build a school. <laughs> so we did. Um, that's, I mean, that's the beautiful thing, right, mm. is that once you're kind of in these positions where money is is flowing and easy to you, then mm. you sort of go, okay, well, what would be really fulfilling? Because it's super fulfilling to do these things. It's, you know, it's on some level it's completely selfish because you're getting mm. so much fulfillment out of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but it goes on to just have this beautiful beautiful effect and that was through pencils of promise yeah. and he also has a book out adam braun wow so was that a, a tricky thing to pull off you know a school in west africa no 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 because all you do is just give money you to give the money and they promise. do it yeah they do it yeah. solid and they'll send you a picture of when it's done and they'll show you a, like send you the plaque like show you the plaque of where your name's on the oh. school and stuff like that and you're like ah it's gotta feel good um yeah. And you built a library uh, in Vietnam through Room to Read? Yes, Room to Read. I will, I have to say here, Creating Room to Read by John Wood is a book um, and it is hands down one of the best books I've ever read in my mm-hmm. life. So I highly, highly recommend that. Uh, and again, it's it's kind of easy. Like you, like, I think it's like $10,000 and yeah, give them the money and um, then they build this, the library. You're like, sweet. Cheers. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> You've got plaques with your name on all around the world. Um, yeah. And so with your books and your, your digital licences, you've donated over 100,000 copies of your workbooks mm. to over two, um, two and a half thousand charities around the world. Now, you and I have spoken yeah. about that previously where they're like in jails, they're in you know, community centres and all kinds of places around the world and they've changed people's lives. Yeah, it's pretty beautiful and it's so much so that when I've I've self-published this whole time um, and then the last couple of years I got a a publishing deal with an American publisher and I was like look I'll take it on on the proviso that we can still give this stuff away to the charities now like yes we are 100% behind that and like okay I'll sign the contract then yeah I shall allow it Um, because it's just so important and the, the emails I get from it are just beautiful and I'll get letters in the mail as well and um, it changes people's lives to even think that they could decide what they want to do with their lives and it makes me want to cry quite a lot Yeah, um, that 
they haven't even thought about who they are and what they want before yeah. and that they can go on to create big and beautiful things and maybe they haven't heard it before. Um, and so if I can just mother love everyone up and mm. like be an encouraging force and tell everybody I love them that they could do big things Aww. and that they look pretty today, <laughs> then like <laughs> I'll be a happy soul because I, I feel like this world needs it, right? This yeah. world, what it needs is actually all the humans to do what they're meant to do on this planet. And so if I can encourage people to do that, then yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm actually adding uh, the workbooks to my Christmas list, guys. So everybody – uh, that's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> Everyone, get pennies and workbooks. Even though I'm kicking goals, I could still use the workbooks. Um, so getting back to all your achievements. So you also get back to your old high schools to speak. How, how does that feel? Fun. It feels like I'm healing a part of myself yeah. because, um, you know, I go there and there's these like, 13 year olds and I love like the weird ones yeah. as well like you know the kind of geeky introvert like what well, and then just like say ridiculous stuff and I'm like oh, guys you know what you should do just be weirder that's gonna make you so happy for the rest of your life mm. um, and they're I don't know I, I think in some ways they kind of see me as this like rainbow unicorn that they've never met before they're like <laughs> what is this adult who just behaves just so crazily and yet seems so happy and is so successful? But the best bit is is because I've done it for a while now, uh, one of those 13-year-old girls, that those, it's, it's about seven years since I did the first time. Did the first time. Yeah. She's now an adult um, and because of like that, that you know, afternoon I spent with them just yeah. going yeah go be do crazy crazy creative careers guys she is now like an author of so many books really? and is doing incredibly well for herself and it just makes me so happy I just fucking love it <laughs> you go girls freaks of the world unite and be crazy together and make your wild creations in the world oh god look at that um and you also uh, sponsor a children's village in Kenya. Yeah, yeah. So I donated over twenty, no, forty thousand um, dollars over a couple of years to um, just to help them cover their their operating costs. And it's interesting, like when people go, "Oh, what what should I be spending money on?" Just look at where you're really passionate about. Like, what what do you feel really passionate about right now? Mm. So for me, like. I've done so many different things over the years and now where I feel like I'm very cold is like where I feel a big crisis is, is, is in climate change. Yeah. And so um, looking around at what charities I want to partner with and starting to funnel funds in that direction as well. So um, for me, I'm really excited by the Australian Conservation Fund now mm-hmm. um, and what they do basically is buy up large tracts of land um, and – especially in places where they and I love that they're kind of like scientifically driven yeah and so what they're doing is they're looking at the data of where the most vulnerable species are where they could make the most amount of impact by buying x amount of land there yeah um they've actually had huge results absolutely huge results and I'm reading a book at the moment 
called Rewilding by Isabella Tree and it's about a couple in the United Kingdom who decide to take their farm out of farming and let it go back wild again and see what happens. Yeah. And the results are incredible. Wow. So I'm very, very excited by that at the moment. Yeah, and um, on the ethical evolution, um, I'm getting so many guests that are, are really behind, you know, the, the climate cause at the moment. Um uh, just recently I spoke to um, uh, an online store in New Zealand who is low waste, no plastic, um, and, you know, we're starting to see a lot more of that happening. So, you know, by getting more of these people um, on, on the podcast, we can hopefully have that collective change that we need. That's beautiful. I, yeah. yeah, it's so exciting. Like I love that it's kind of reached um, more like kind of peak awareness mm. Um, and I'm so grateful to to people like Greta Thunberg and all of the other amazing kids and um, leaders who are doing it because it's just brilliant. Yeah, and I've, I've been saying to a lot of people lately that um, I think there's a real change in that next generation in that, you know, they're, they're very conscious about it and they're like, you guys have screwed the planet for us now and now we've got to go and fix it kind of thing, you know. So, yeah. yeah I, I they're think, born activists. Yeah. And I think um, it's going to be a better place with the world in, in their hands. So, yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So your courses and books, um, they're also life-changing in unbelievable ways. So um, helping people to achieve goals, be better with their money. I know I have learnt so much already <laughs> and to grow their business. Um, and, you know, like I said, I've experienced this firsthand. Do you have any um, future plans to expand on your courses and your books? Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, what don't I want to <laughs> teach about? Um, for me, I'm not somebody who's like, well, I've done one course and I'm going to market it now. Like, because for me, the joy is in like coming up with ideas and creating it and riding that big surge of energy that just thrills me. Yeah. So, um, in terms of what comes next, I'm not sure because I just kind of wait for divine inspiration to hit me. Yeah. But I definitely want to do one about anxiety. I mm-hmm. want to do one about self-love. Um, want to do like more of a mastermind for people who want to like set their goals and then attain them so like you know they they set them in the the workbooks but then if they kind of want to go like even further and have a lot more accountability have some kind of mastermind around that I don't know just like whatever wants to come through me I am a very very happy recipient of spirit to travel through me and whatever ways that it likes. Oh, and you 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 just know so much about everything, so I don't think you're going to have a problem to, to share that with the world. So yeah, I look forward to seeing what what comes out. <laughs> so I think I oh, thank you for that, and also I think it's just like it's a natural part of because I'm just so whatever I'm interested in, I just dive so fully yeah. into it and. Um, I just love that journey. And so like when I was homeschooling, you know, I immediately went out and bought 50 homeschooling books and yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I wanted to learn everything about everything. I'm not even homeschooling anymore, but um, but I know quite a bit now. <laughs> well, I mean, the other thing is that you are a self-confessed book whore. So uh, yeah, big bo- time. books out the wazoo really. So um, no wonder you know so much. <laughs> I I do. I've read 200 books this year, I think, and I've got another 100 to get through um, by the end of the year. So, yeah, it's about a book a day that I try and and get through. Crikey. Um, So what does ethical 
um, mean to you in your business? So if you were to define that, what would it mean to you? Just feeling really, just as though every part of my business and life aligns with my truest values and what feels good and true and right to my soul. Yeah. And, you know, ethics and values are different for for every soul, but I think at the at the very core of it, there's like base human goodness. Mm. And I always try and come up with win-win-win solutions for every problem. So I don't want it just to be like a win for me. I don't want it to be a win-win situation. I want it to have like an added bonus of like winning for more people. Yeah. So, for example, if I make a mistake um, in my business like – well, I think a couple of years ago, no, it must have been about four years ago, the workbooks were late going out to the world um, for a variety of reasons. Um, they were kind of being held hostage by this awful mailing house. It was, <laughs> we were like kind of at the verge of calling police. It was it was phenomenal, like they were holding them to ransom, um, like these books. Anyway, um, it was stressful trying to sort out how to get them sorted. But I thought, okay, how can I make this a win, win, win situation? And so I was just really honest with everyone what was happening. Mm. I was giving daily updates and then we organised for a, a staff member in the US to like hire this truck and travel across America in the snow oh. from one side of the country to the other to rescue these books. <laughs> um, and it was kind of like Santa and it ended up being this kind of hilarious like daily update and they'd share like photos and videos from the road and the crazy adventures <laughs> they'd gone through and um, – it was really – it ended up being really funny um, and people just loved it. And even though it was just this insane thing that was happening, uh, people just so so appreciated the information because if anything's going down, I will give – I will overload with information. I was like, this is what's happening. Yeah. This is how I'm trying to fix it for you. Um, you know, of course, gave refunds to people who needed them. Um, and – uh, but most people were just super excited just to get their workbooks and they got that there was a reason that they were late. Um, we made sure – I made sure that I gave them vouchers for like all of my other products um, and really tried to think about how can I overly like delight them here. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's going to cost me more money. It doesn't matter any of those things. How can I create wins for everybody so that I can turn this problem into something that ended up being – a huge blessing. And so now when I talk to like my customers about it who've been around for a long time, they're like, I remember that time. <laughs> we were like, there was the, the snowman and Santa and you were like the sleigh across America to save the books. And <laughs> like it's just a part of the like the, the story now. It's, like it's just a hilarious part of the story. So, um, yeah, I just try and work out, okay, yeah, there's a problem here. How can I fix it and how can I do better than that and how can I make it a, a beautiful win-win-win-win for all involved? Yeah, and just as you were explaining that, I'm just thinking, oh, my God, you should make a documentary. Like, <laughs> oh, I know, right? Yeah. They could have made it like a document save the books from the awful <laughs> mailing company that was holding the ransom. It was truly just like one of those kooky times in business. I'm like, ha, right. 
okay. Considering like I go through so many, like when when I was self-publishing the books and then printing them in China and then they go through all the customs ports, you know, there were so many opportunities for like things to go haywire. Yeah. But of course it was in America where things went really went haywire. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah. And it's interesting that you should mention win, win, win. I was actually talking to a client yesterday and we were sort of, you know, brainstorming some cool ideas in the future. And, um, yeah, I, I actually realised that I was doing the win, win, win as well. You know, I, I wanted to, um, you know, not just make things great for everyone. I wanted to actually spread that even further and and try and yeah. make that collective change. So like we were like, oh, let's have a launch party for the podcast. I'm like, okay, yeah, well, let's try and invite all the guests and if they can't make it, they've got to stream in and then they've then got to pay it forward in some way. And, you know, so this was the kind of the idea. So we're sitting on that at the moment, but it's like taking that extra step so that it's more than just making everyone happy. So Yeah, yeah. it's mm. like truly making it a, a – a beneficial thing for every person involved and also if there's two parties try and like help like try and create like a positive effect for people who aren't even involved yeah. like, <laughs> like how can I make them even yeah funnier yeah more of a bonus for people <laughs> um so do you um apply any ethical decisions to your um business in like the products you use or the services you engage um to actually get things done Oh, definitely. That's just like everyone I work with has to be good humans. And if they're not, like, goodbye, goodbye <laughs> forever. Um, and like it has to feel right. And I also have to feel like I'm working only with, with people and companies that work that, that work in the same way for me. Yeah. And we said that there's one company that I still need to move away from, and that would be GoDaddy because the CEO shoots elephants. So I'm like, Um, and I have given them that feedback. I've called them directly and said, look, I need you to know that um, I'm really unimpressed with your CEO shooting elephants. So if he could just, if he could just refrain from shooting elephants, I'd really appreciate that guys. (laughs) Um, And and they had it recorded as customer feedback and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, I'll need to move away from them. I haven't heard of any, any more incidents of him shooting shooting elephants since then. Mm. So, um, but, yeah, it's, it's like trying to work out, okay, what's, what's the right alignment here and where can I make a maximum impact? So, like with the workbooks, of course, it was really important that we did recycled paper and yeah. wool or, or even like because recycled paper can end up being just prohibitively expensive but making sure that it's like sustainably sourced and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah so and really when you look at the the size of the amount of books that you uh ship out that's that's definitely you know something to to think about do you also um look at carbon offset um for like postage and those kind of things yeah definitely so well we don't do any of the postage anymore but we try and carbon offset with um like especially when we were like sending books via ships and stuff yeah. when we would be looking at like, okay, what we'll go let's go like pay for a thousand trees to be planted. Like, yeah. Let's, yeah. <laughs> so um what are your future plans for paying it forward? Oh my goodness. I th- I think continuing on the um continuing to put more money towards the um 
buying back land for wildlife and going through that rewilding process. Yeah. Um, and also just thinking on a ground level how I can make sure that I'm more being more sustainable as well yeah. at home. Um, I think it's really important. And then I can kind of share that going forward with um, my people. It's like a few years ago I realised that I, I thought I was racially aware and realised I just had it, even though I'd studied, you know, parts of it at university and all that kind of stuff and even yeah. though I'm very left-leaning and thought I was, you know, very racial justice-y um, and then discovered, oh, no, there's a whole, like, I no, I don't have a clue. Um, and having to go through that whole educational process of really trying to understand more um, how race affects people, other people and how to make sure that I'm looking at my unconscious biases and having gone through that kind of personal evolution and continuing to go through it because I continue to educate myself on it, then I can share about that with all of the people who look to me now so yeah. that I can say, oh, we don't use the word like uh, G-Y-P-S-Y, I don't want to say it out loud. Yeah. Um that's actually a really offensive term. And even though like in the hippie world we use it as this like bohemian, yeah. like free traveller, it's actually a very, very offensive um, term and it's been used as a racial slur to um, for a group of people, the Romani people. Yeah. And um, especially in the, the spiritual world, there's so much cultural appropriation and so much, so much um, terminology that mm. just – it's really offensive and so I'm um, trying to like educate from there. So I figured if I like continue learning about better practices for, for living and for the environment and for the world um, and then trying to share that knowledge along with people would be – it's really important. Mm. Have you have you seen um, Chelsea Handler's documentary, Hello, White Privilege? Oh, it's on my to-watch list. Oh, yeah, watch it. It's good. Is it good? Yeah, I went and okay, saw her cool. the other week here in Brisbane. She was amazing. Just saying. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. I just read "Talking to My Country" by Stan Grant. It is mm. so, so powerful. Yeah. Uh, about growing up Aboriginal in Australia, um, and the way he explains everything is just incredible. So yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot of racial justice stuff that's American focused, so mm. it's a real like I'm this year. I'm trying to get a lot of. American racial justice reading and now I'm like, okay, I need to find all the Australian yeah. racial justice reading. Yeah. That was amazing. Mm. So if you had one message for the world that you wanted to share globally, what would it be? That there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. Mm. That you're divine and you're perfect, and you are whole, and you are holy just as you are. And that any moment in time where you don't hear a voice in your head that reminds you, I just want you to know that that voice isn't real and it's not honest. It's been picked up from somewhere, but it, it's not yours. And your soul's voice is there to remind you that you are divine and you are perfect and you are whole. I don't believe any of us were put on this earth to wonder whether we're worthy of being loved or that we're lovable or whether we're good enough. 
of course we are. We were born. And however however we were born, however we we look and whatever our personality is made up of, we can love that and lean into it and enjoy it because that was that was the whole jam. Like that's what we were given it for is to enjoy it. It wasn't to wonder, you know, like, ew, is this perfect creation good enough? Ugh, I'm not sure. Gross. Let's beat up on it in all the ways that I think it may not be perfect. Nah, like let's just skip that. Let's just opt out of it because it's not rational. Mm. It's not logical. It makes absolutely no sense. It's just a waste of time when instead you can just have this cheerleader on the inside saying, I love you so much, sweetheart. Let's let's go make magic happen. Let's go enjoy the absolute shit out of this life. Yeah. Oh, I just feel like I got a big Mama Leone hug. Oh, oh. big teacher. Mm. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, darling. You're perfect and you are loved and you are divine and you are whole. Oh, thank you. So I'm asking all our guests on the ethical evolution, what's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? I just want women and 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 men and all genders just to truly love and enjoy themselves. Mm. I think even this gorgeous gift that yeah. is themselves and want them to go. This is scrumptious. How can I enjoy this life? I've got one person that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with, going to spend all my time with, and that is me. Yeah. I can be, how can I be my own best friend in this? Because that's the thing. I think so much of only hurt people cause pain to others. Mm, I yeah. I don't I don't go around going fuck them how could I cause that much pain to other people like well occasionally (laughs) um (laughs) but it's not my daily mission off like daily mission operative and even though I think it it's not like I go ahead and do anything about it but um you know I am a human (laughs) Ah. um but when you aren't acting out of a whole bunch of wounds in here Mm. You know, you don't cause much mayhem on the planet. Yeah, and that's that's it. You know, once you're a healed human being, you you can be a much kinder human being too. So, yeah, yeah, because it's the only <laughs> rational thing to do. Because being kind makes you happier. Mm. And guys, if you don't have uh, the vision of Leonie like I do, she was giving herself a big hug, so she gave herself her own oh. Mama Leonie <laughs> hug. So, oh, I was yeah, I was just scrumptious. <laughs> <laughs> This is yes. This is going to need a higher rating. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I know I forgot to ask. Like, do I need to try and stay away from the the magic E rating on iTunes? <laughs> but yeah, can you can bleep if you wish? Oh, honey, I shall allow it. We're explicit all the way here at the Ethical Change oh, Agency, good. so that's fine. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Look, I want to thank you again so much for joining me on the Ethical Evolution. It's been an absolute delight. And um, if anybody wants to grab your courses or your books, where can they go? Just go to leonidawson.com. Make sure you jump on my mailing list. 
don't follow me on social media. Social media is just a horrendous way to keep up with people because let's face it, you've pressed like on a million Mm -hmm. people now. Do you ever see their updates? Mm, No, Mm. you don't. Um, So just get on my mailing list and I can send you love letters and just send you nice, good things. I like make free stuff constantly and send it out to my mailing list. So let's just do that. Let's go intimate with each other. Yeah, your love letters are amazing. Oh, cheers. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) love the world a bit more (laughs) oh we are spreading the love this morning spreading the love yes thank you darling you're a treasure thank you bindi and thank you for all you do in the world you're just such a beautiful human and i'm i feel so blessed to know you oh thank you (laughs) group hugs (laughs) thanks for listening to the ethical evolution podcast If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Hi, I'm Lessa Cadet, host of her Extraordinary Life by Design podcast, where we celebrate women who are shaping their lives one extraordinary day at a time. I speak with women from all over the world about what they do and how they are passionately pursuing their dreams and creating meaningful impacts on their communities. So come join us and learn about all there is to learn about these extraordinary women. Electric acid.